Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Good evening. My name is Lewis. Lewis Boyce. And you're here at Lucky's Network 1225 Entrepreneur Network. And the show tonight is called Club 1225. Do we have anybody else in the room tonight with us? Oh, we're waiting for our guest. Hmm. Hmm. Well, as they say in media, dead air time is not good. So, what are we going to do? I think we'll just wait for a few minutes for our guest. In the meantime, I can tell you what we're really all about. What are we all about? Well, what we're all about is promoting entrepreneurs, entrepreneur thinkers, people who really want to get out of their everyday jobs and really change their lives. Uh, Our show is also about promoting good living, uh, spiritual wellness, uh, helping out in our communities, spreading love and joy. You know, every day we look in the media and we're seeing all kind of gloomy stuff, uh, ranging from drug busts, you name it, you know what it's all about out there. But, you know, there comes a time and a point in somebody's life that says enough is enough. Well, I've said enough is enough. So that's why we created this show. A show that's going to hopefully light the fire of not only independent living and getting off the shackles of the slave job, but to uh, get out there and really make a difference. Where is everybody? Hmm. Let's see where they're at. Maybe we've got them in a different room. We're waiting if they didn't pop up in the chat room. Talk to you live is a little complicated when you really don't know your way around it a whole lot. Wow, this is uh, awkward. 
Although our guests are busy people, let me tell you, I know. Uh, had a chance to talk with all of them, and you're gonna—they're—they're they're really exciting people. Here we go. Oh, we found it. Okay, we're in our chat room. So if you're listening and if you can't find your way in, uh, let's see here. Direct you into this. Uh, Where you see it, go down to TalkShoe Live Pro with Shoe Phone and hit that. And that will bring you into our chat room. So far, it's just me. Dead air time is not good time. Uh, tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, for 12 years, I was in what is known as the Patriot Community the conspiracy theory movement. I learned a lot of stuff while I was there, though. I, I did. Uh, being in that movement, I, I got to see a lot of uh, people anxious to just run for the hills, you know, and without. And I was one of them. I, I won't uh, deny that. I was one of them. You know, I was ready to go run for the hills. You know, and then after 12 years, and finally I decided, you know what, enough is enough. I've, I've got to change. I've got to do something positive in my life. I've got to add something positive. You know, I see the the bad side of that. I, see, I, see, I also seen the good side of it, too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, people uniting and joining together and, you know, holding hands and, and saying, you know what, we don't like the way the system's running. And, you know, they try to do stuff. They do do. But there's such a stigmata with them, with the media and everything. And, you know, it's kind of hard to unite people and get them all on the same page. Well, let's see. Yeah. I don't know... They just might be running a little late. Mm-hmm. Let me see what we can do here. Maybe we can get them to... Uh, let me see if I can go raise them up on Facebook. Like I said, these folks are really busy. Bear with me, folks.
Let's see here. Let's see if we can raise them up here. Well, I'm not getting any feedback. Maybe they're getting, uh, maybe they're having a hard time getting in the show. Well, singing's not good. Hello, hello, there we go. They might just be having a hard time getting in here, I think.
Okay, well, you know what? While we're waiting, I mean, dead air time is not good, and I don't like dead air time. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna talk real quick about a a video I saw, and this is this is this is what it's about. Okay, America has been so brainwashed with the media and its hyping of stories that. You know, you don't see a lot of good feel-good stories out there, you know, to give people hope and, and to guide them to prosperity and to take them to the next level in their spiritual walk on their own terms. Uh, I, I want to share this video with you. It was on a CBS Evening News with Scott Pelley. And it was, it, it's about a secret Santa. I'm going to see if I can play this for you. We end tonight with another encounter between law enforcement officers and the public. Steve Hartman shows us how it all went down on the road. Earlier this month, in Kansas City, Missouri, the Jackson County Sheriff's Department was out looking for people. And when they spotted a subject, they went after him in a sting operation, the likes of which this country has never seen. Hello, ma'am. The vehicle was targeted. What do you mean? Oh, my God. Okay. What made this operation especially unusual was the man behind it. Good morning. A fellow in a red hat, known to these men only as Secret Santa. We got a mission today to go out and do random acts of kindness. I'm going to end it right there, but that's the kind of stuff we need to see every day, all day long, not not when, um, you know, uh, hang on, I have Rex on the other, I have Rex on Facebook, hang on, hang on, I think... Let me see here. Let me see here. I think he was expecting me to call him. Oh, okay. Hang on, Rex. I'm coming, buddy. I'm a coming. Ah. Uh, uh, hang on. I am live now. I am live now. Call the number. Call the ID. Call number, call ID. Yes, this is this is fun. This is this is <laughs> impromptu call. Anyway, it's okay. We're having fun. Ah, when should I call? Now, buddy, I'm live. <laughs> Now, I am live. <laughs> oh, I don't think he understood. That's okay. <laughs> I love this guy, Rex. You're going to love him, too. I'm excited. <laughs> He's like, when should I call? I'm like, now I'm live. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh. Oh, crap. I, you know, this is my fault, kind of. Well, it is my fault because I have been, like, really horribly sick with the worst cold. And let me tell you something. In and out of bed, just slowly putting these things together. This is not usually the way I operate. I'm usually joining you on the spot. But this thing just, oh, kicked me. And it's like, wow. I it, it, we've been wor- I've been working on this now for like the last two weeks to put this stuff together. And I'm telling you, uh, my blunder, hey, it's an impromptu show. It's okay. It's fine. It's an impromptu. How you doing, Lucky? Hey, Rex. <laughs> Glad to see you made it, buddy. You know, this is my fault. I was just telling our listeners, you know, I've had this cold and being sick and being down, and I should have been more thorough. So I apologize to you. Well, I think, I think that can go go by this time. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So what's new? Well, Rex, I I, I want to talk about your stuff. We're, um, this is an impromptu session tonight. How, how's that? Can we just chalk it up as impromptu and just roll Absolutely. with it? Right? Yeah, ask me anything you like and... We'll go from there. Rex, you you are the uh the the creator of extranettraining.com. Yes. That's you one wanna, of my sites. Yeah. You want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, what we did was my wife and I have been doing uh internet training for a very long time, um mostly local. And we decided to start offering it. So we had an opportunity within a few different MLMs that we were involved with where people were contacting us wanting to know more about, oh, certain things like how do I market on Facebook or how do I use ClickBank or how do I, how do I use um, uh, mass media marketing how can i get a better audience or how about craigslist you know things like that so we started breaking out lessons and we started recording them and offering them to these people and they would join our website and then they would have a library of these different programs on video and we do the type of video where it's all screen capture, so it's it's showing the people while we talk how to do the, the proper steps, and uh, they could you know start, stop, rewind, whatever, and go back and get themselves into those positions. We show them some little secrets about don't do this and try to do that type things, and uh, we 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 uh, started seeing that we had a real market here where people. It didn't matter what MLM they were in. They wanted to learn these marketing skills. So we started developing a site for that. Now, I said all that years ago, 
my wife and I had a web broadcasting network before YouTube, and it was called Extranet TV. Now, I know this is getting kind of technical, but when it comes to using the Internet, there are really basically three forms of network connection. You have internet, like we all are familiar with. Mm-hmm. You have intranet, and that would be like if you are in a business and only the people that are in that business can look at the web stuff that they have. You know, like it doesn't go outside. That's called an intranet. And then you have an extra net and that's where it's a network that's designed for people outside of the network to look so that's the origin of our name extranet tv and we broadcast oh i don't know somewhere on the order of 40 different shows each of them with multiple episodes and um, it was quite successful we were written up in many magazines and things but um we let it slide by because YouTube came along and people could put up these stupid, crazy videos that had really no meaning at the time. But, it, you know, that's where the emphasis went. Yeah. Instead of something that was purpose-driven and that had a, a real niche-type market, uh, now you can, you know, that when, when YouTube started off, it was difficult to find certain things. But then uh, that's all changed. We still own Extranet TV, but we branded a a bunch of other sites, and one of them was Extranet Training. And thus, we use that for uh, this marketing, where we have clients from all over the world. As long as they can speak English, they can can join our site and, and learn how to do so many things. And then we add new lessons um, and we have live webinars each week and things like that, teaching new things. Things don't stay the same on the internet, so you got to keep changing different lessons up and, and, and helping them out. Being, and, and do you think that's with all all uh, internet online businesses? You got to change. You know, well, you should. Unfortunately, and probably just about everybody that's listening at this network has had this happened to them where they've purchased something, some make money online thing that is relying on technology that no longer exists or has been blocked or deviated or something so that, uh, you know, as, as for example, with Facebook, as Facebook grows, um, it used to be so much easier to send mass, mass marketing out on, on Facebook because of the way that, uh, uh, the system was just taking it. Anybody that was your friend got your copy of what you put out. Well, as their algorithm got more uh, more suggestive and and more and more compact, it, what it started doing was saying, "We're not going to do it that way." And, and in fact, a lot of people don't know this. If you've got a thousand people in your friends group and you post a picture, a statement, something like that. Right around only 200 people are going to get it. The rest of them don't get it. It, They they will not see it. In fact, many times you'll see where you'll post something in your Facebook page and you don't see it in 
you'll see it in maybe your your wall, but you don't see it come by on the screen on on this the the general flow, and you just can't figure out what happened. Why does it keep disappearing? Well, that's Facebook trying to change their merchandising so that if in fact you want to make sure that that happens, you have to start paying for it. So it's it's caused a left turn on a lot of things when it comes to Facebook marketing. Well, Again, yeah, there's, if you don't stay up with it, you don't know this. Yeah, there's there's a lot of YouTube scams out there too. You know, like uh, the 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 commercials, like, "Hey, uh, come over here to this website, and I'm going to make you a bazillion dollars." I mean, I think that's turned a lot of people off. Well, yeah, that also comes from a lot of. Um, they are, you know, the one button type, uh, make money, push one button kind of projects. A lot of it came from the binary market where somebody says, I'll give you the software for free and you can make money, you know, three times a day, your software will interface with these uh, different investment companies that are usually in Europe, and uh, you're, it, we give you all the go signals, all the buy signals, and and you don't even have to think about it. And and your software knows, you know, when to do it, and it will make you money each day. And, you know, I got this software from a Russian programmer who who uh, saved an uh, an alien from in a crash and. And we put it all on a on a jump drive, you know. And and in, in his last will and testament, he gave this to me. You know, it's that kind of BS. And, right. and people fall on it, fall for it. And so you know, there is no get rich quick scheme when it comes to making money on the internet because he might give you the free software, but they say, well, you've got to buy a mem, you have to buy a uh, and you have open up an account with this money handling company that handles the investments and they're in Gibraltar or they're in Malta or something like that. And you have to have a minimum of like $350 US or $500 US. And then this man who suggested that I'll give you the software for free, he's making a commission from these Malta investment groups of, you know, 10, 15, 20%, depending on your investment where he gets money for that. And try to get your money back out from these Malta banks. Uh, it's you know they they are still you know, Malta's still a, a, um, a sovereign of the United Kingdom, but it's about to lose that status and gain, gain its own freedom. So is Gibraltar, and so it's re- they fall under EU statutes, and it is just like it's like pulling teeth to try to get a refund. And so you're stuck. You know, you've been bit for 350 or 500 bucks. You're not making money, or you'll get into some FX trading kind of things. You know, the uh, the forex market, and you'll put a hundred dollars watching something grow, and you'll see the the pixels going up, and you're going, "Wow, this is great!" And then these big companies will do what's called a big swing. And they'll drop everything so that it goes past your stops. And you put stops in, say, if it drops so low, I want to sell. I don't want to get burned anymore. And then they'll swing high. And so in case your 
you don't have a bottom in your in your sell off, then if it goes so high and it says I can't buy any more than this, and in other words, what it does is in one quick fell swoop, swish swish, and you're gone. You're out. Your money's gone, and then the investment keeps going in the same direction, and so it's only for the big players. But they've they've taken all these little suckers. They've just kind of shook them loose, and uh, that one you, you know you learn the hard way on that one. Or there's delays too. Oh, I've seen so many of those where they have a time delay, and uh, it's like the old post past post system when with you know like you saw in the movie The Sting, where you uh, you lose your money and it goes back up because you got you got buying signals that says sell 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 when in fact it went up, and so you you get out of it and then they suck all your money out of your account. It's just so hard unless you've got a lot of money behind you to make money. Those are just a couple of the examples that, that so, uh, people all pray to. With, with uh, your your Internet site, uh, with, with your Internet site, site, excuse me, I'm sorry, my notes. Got to grab my notes here. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's... It's been a long day. I've been excited yeah. about this. I, I've had like 50 million things running through my head. I'm, I'm out of practice, you know. I, I did this for three years, not on, on not on, uh, not, not on TalkShoe, but on cable access, putting the uh-huh. together and, and getting the notes ready. And I'm just a little out of practice, so bear with me. Well, that's uh, that's only fair, you know. We all get out of practice. Yeah, I, I this is my first time in ooh, almost three years, but that's okay because we we the whole purpose of me f- was to to find people that are genuinely wanting people to succeed online. I've heard time and time again that old catchphrase: "Send me your money and I'll make you money online," or "You can do this and you can do that." You know, and then then people just get bummed out and disappointed. And I feel that we work at slave jobs. I work at a slave job right now. And I'm always trying to show people, look, I, I have a little small little hobby I do. I make a little extra money here and there. I don't, I don't do it full time. But that's my money. Why can't you do something like that? And you don't have to be... Living in poverty. I know it's hard. It is. I mean, I'm I'm still climbing my way out. I mean, I'm not a multimillionaire. But I want to give people that opportunity to find people like you that can show them the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. And frankly, you know, what it takes is, believe it or not, it's that old adage about having all your eggs in one basket. Um we diversify in the way that we try to make money on the web. And uh, we've been doing, I've been on the web since 1996. So that was back when, you know, a lot of people, there were a lot of, that's when the internet was a many closed communities. Like if you had an AOL account, you only got to see AOL websites. Or if you had a CompuServe uh, domain, you know, you only got to see CompuServe accounts, 
you know, the Internet didn't really start to open up until after that where you had just an open go-to-any-kind-of-site type thing. That's back when people used to think that to make money, they used to be in these shopping centers on the web, and which were a dismal failure. Um, there wasn't a decent way or even a safe way to be able to um, do a transaction on the web. Security wasn't that good. They were using what's called PGP, and believe it or not, you probably don't even know what PGP stands for. PGP stands for pretty good protection. <laughs> and that's the method that they were using to try to have a secure um, transaction over the web. It wasn't until probably the 70, early 70s before they started really getting Internet security to a point where you didn't have to feel that your stuff is being sniffed, meaning uh, that's what it's called when a transaction is going across uh, the Internet that somebody could take out the, the transactional information and steal your credit. Now, this was way before websites were invented, correct? No, no, no. There were websites. There, that was back with HTML 1.0, 1.5, and then 2.0 came along, and that's when they started doing sales. But that was like the origination of when Flash started happening and uh, started showing animations on the web. <laughs> video was like next to – if you had a website that had video on it, it was like, holy jeez, how would you get video on a website, you know, that, that was back at the beginnings. Now everybody takes it like it's an everyday thing. And the integration of Flash and things like that to do things, I mean, it's advanced that far. Now you can say without any, any qualms that transactions are safe on the web. You know that transactions got safe on the web when the banking industry started getting into transactional banking. Um, oh, of course. Which, mm. You know, then you knew that it was secure enough. But before that, you were risking. You, you were risking. And they tried to come up with ways to get around that by having randomized uh, uh, discriminators at both ends of the conversation. Like, it's the same, the same idea that, uh, that um, uh, where you generate a key and your client you're speaking to has the key, and then everything comes over in a, in a mixture, and somebody intercepts the signal. They don't know what the key is to be able to decipher everything. So um, without they started coming up with key generation. And that didn't work as well as people liked. And so people were still trying to make money on the web, but they were having trouble doing it when they couldn't find a way to have a secure transaction. But once they got that all taken care of, and believe it or not, you won't believe this either, but the leaders of the industry, the ones who brought the Internet technology to the forefront, who made just about every everything move faster than you would think it would, believe it or not, is the, the porno sites. Because nobody was more invested in making money on the web legally, not in the sense of legally meaning having a complete and secure transaction, than the porno industry. And they developed technologies 
not only in secure transactions, but in visual things and, and the way websites work. It, pornography led the way on the Internet. Now, you're not going to hear that talked about, but that's the truth. And it doesn't do us so much anymore because there's a lot of other things out there that require different technologies that the porno industry doesn't have anything to do with. But back in the 70s and the 80s, they were the leaders of technology. And so... You know, I, I I just learned something tonight. And let me tell you, because, you know, I'm 44 years old. And when I was 26, you know, I that's when I first heard about the Internet. Yeah. Where I was. But, uh, you know, I was I was a poor kid. You know, I grew up poor. You know, we didn't... We, and I grew up in a poor neighborhood. I, we didn't hear... We didn't... The biggest thing in our time was Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duck Hunt in in uh, the Mario Brothers. That was the biggest thing for us. You know, not computers and not internet. So yeah, I'm yeah. really getting a great lesson here. I started off with when you had to have a modem, and usually computers when they came, which were usually 386s and 486s. That's how old it is. And it was with Windows 3.1, and uh, you had a, a modem, which in case you get some people that don't understand what that is, you had to plug your telephone line into the back of your computer, and it would communicate through this telephone line in uh, you know X's and O's. And they had what was referred to as a baud rate. And you were really screaming. You know, the the first ones had a, a 2,600 baud rate. And um, then the 56Ks came out. And, wow, you were really – that was something when you had a 56K baud modem. That was just like as fast as you could go. And then all of a sudden they started coming off with the ability to have DSL coming in over your phone lines. It was called coming on copper. And because it would share the same phone line as your phone, only it uses a different frequency on that copper line. That way you could have a telephone line and mm-hmm. the uh, DSL. You had to put these little discriminators on all your telephones so that they wouldn't have a poorly functioning phone that would interfere with the DSL signal area. But uh, then you could have DSL, which... Back then, that was screaming. That was like, you if you were really lucky, you had 2.5 megs up and maybe, it almost always matched. You had like 2.5 megs up, meaning you could upload a file, and you had 2.5 megs down, meaning downloading a file. Well, to give you an example, they don't worry so much about the up anymore unless you're in a business. Right now, like I, I personally have Comcast. I'm not endorsing them by any means. But I have something on the order of 150 megs down per second. And I have only still 10 megs up. So if you need to upload something, it's quite a bit slower than playing, going, going downstream. And so... Uh, I've come from a long time ago, you know, when 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 the baud rates were something. You go to a motel or a hotel or something like that, and you could plug your phone in, and 
it would if you had a full screen picture that you wanted to look at, it would probably you watch each line form and it would take two minutes for a picture. Of course it would depend on the density of the photo, uh the dots per inch, but a lot of people don't realize also that when you're looking at a computer screen, you can't your computer is totally incapable of showing anything more than seventy two dots per inch. And these people put up two hundred and three hundred DPI images and all that's doing is increasing the huge file size and slowing down the download speed. But your computer don't won't see a difference in the image because it's incapable. Now Max can show ninety dots per inch, but that that, that that's a subtle that's a very small subtlety. You know, and so you what? Uh, what? You know, we you you just was talking about pixels and TV and stuff, and yeah. uh, it, it kind of reminded me of when uh, I first started talking to you, and you had directed me to your site uh, about the the TV program. Uh, it's uh, iwptv.com. Yeah, IWD. Yeah. yeah, that's another website that we own. IWDTV was a website that we developed that employed these different lessons that I've learned. And we were showing videos. In fact, what we used to do was show, I have, I have literally about 6,000 uh, movies, full-length movies, that are public domain. Um, and we used to broadcast them. And most of them are science fiction and movies from the 50s, you know, those kinds of kind of quirky B-rated movies, you know, like... Uh, uh, Real uh, entertainment. Yeah. Compared to some of the movies today. Movies. But, you know, old sword and sandal movies or or a lot of kung fu movies or, uh, you know, that kind of stuff or... Some of the original comedies, you know, like Charlie Chaplin and Laurel and Hardy and things like that. But uh, the uh, we slowly got out of that because there's been so many sites being public domain that started throwing up a couple. You can go to YouTube now and see many of these movies that people have put up that are on public domain. And so it was kind of like worthless for me to try to charge for for somebody to enjoy all these. The only thing I had going for me was variety. So what we did is we switched the emphasis on IWDTV to now offering a product where they can get all the video that's out there, all the TV shows, all the movies that's broadcast on regular cable systems coming in over the Internet, pay-per-view stuff, everything, and they get it all for free. And all they have to do is buy the device. And it's explained, if, if somebody's interested, they can go to IWDTV, which stands for Internet Web Development Television, is what it stands for. But uh, it's IWDTV.com. And, and see all these different devices. Or There's not really only one device, but I mean all the different things that it does. It gives a wireless keyboard. You can use it on Skype. You can, uh, you, you know, you can 
use it like a turn your TV into a computer. It's, it's very good, and it's it's priced a one time fee. I believe is I believe the units go for four hundred dollars, and um, if you buy more of them, they they get cheaper. But um, a one off price, four hundred bucks, and never have another cable bill. Now, see, this is what this is this is where uh, this is where people need to really. Uh, think about making money. You, you just hit yeah. something on the head. So this That's is right. could could this be turned into a, a turnkey business? Is that what Absolutely. you're saying? Because oh. all they do is offer it to somebody else. And if somebody comes in and says, "Hey, I'm interested in that," like let's say you, you show it to your neighbor, and your neighbor says, "Wow, I didn't know I could do this. I'll take one." And so they go on the website and they register an order. You get a percentage of what they bought. And let's say the neighbor says to his cousin and, and his boss, and they, the two of them buy, not only does the neighbor make money off the transaction, but you do because you're within the, the, the leg of introducing these people on, you know, to, the, uh, to the product. So you can actually make quite a bit of money, and it's residual money. I mean, this just keeps coming in, and uh, it's it's surprising how good the product is. As I was telling you earlier, I know a guy that all he does is go to like Burger King on the weekends. He finds a corner of their parking lot, puts up a portable television, plugs it into his cell phone using this device. So he uses the bandwidth of his cell phone, plugging it into this device that you can buy, and he's playing the local football game, which is blacked out in their market because you know how football games are. They're, mm-hmm. They black it out in the market that they're in. And, and he's showing all these people how they can they can watch all this for buying this object, you know, buying this 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 component. I don't know how Burger King lets him get by with it, but maybe he's got something worked out with the owner or something. Right. Uh, you know, and all he has it's is a card right. table. What's that? Oh, maybe he had something, like you were saying, you know, maybe he had something worked out with the owner. Yeah, well, maybe the owner was somebody that turned him on to it, and so the owner gets a piece of the deal, too, every time somebody does it. There's nothing wrong with what people call multi-level marketing. And I'll give you an example of that. If I go to a – you pick a business. I don't care what business it is where they have an owner, and then they'll have some kind of person in charge to run the joint, and then you'll have your workers underneath them. Well, the workers work and they produce. Well, this man's given pay, given a paycheck to make sure that they do what they're supposed to do. And then the owner realizes money from the the administrator to make sure everything runs. So in other words, that looks like a pyramid to me. And right. uh, everything runs looking like a pyramid if it runs well. If it doesn't have a, the, that sense of a pyramid, then you don't have a functioning business. So this concept, oh, it's a pyramid scheme, is is that's a misnomer from, from everything is a pyramid. How about your household? The husband, you know, according to biblical standards, you know, you have the God, the church, 
your husband, your wife, and then your children. I mean, that sounds like a pyramid to me. Right. But that's I how see your point. Work. I see your point. You know, but see, we're when we're talking about this pyramid and we're looking at in the job aspect, okay? This is yeah. this is um, one of my things. You know, I always say that a job is just, it, w- once you get tied down to a job, you're a slave. Yeah, that's true. And because I feel that you know you're busting your butt, and the guy at the pyramid, top of the pyramid's making all the money. Well, you know so, how you get around that, don't you? You get out of the pyramid, or you make your own pyramid. Exactly. That's what. That's exactly it. You make your own pyramid. That's right. And, now, my wife and I, we don't really rely on a pyramid, you know, that much. An example being, uh, when somebody buys something from um, extranettraining.com, you know, nobody else can, makes any money but us because it's our effort, it's our labor, our our recordings, our editings, the, our bandwidth, everything like that. Uh, we are entrepreneurial in that sense. And I have other sites that I do things, like uh, I have survival2015 and .com, which is about to change to survival2016 in two months, .com, where we do nothing but talk about survival, whether it's fat floods, politics, uh, world government, or, or hurricanes, or whatever the case might be, about being prepared. And then we have a variety of what's referred to as affiliate products that we offer people. Affiliate products are very profitable. And what that is is you sign up with an affiliate house and you select whatever product that's in that house that you think that you might be able to market. And then you will then display it or talk about it or do something on your website you promote it, and then if anybody comes from your website clicking on that promotional ad and goes to the sale, it's tracked, and you get a percentage of the sale. That works okay, out let's really go back well. for a second. I, I, I got to stop you for one quick second. Sure. You you said an affiliate house? Did I, did I hear that right? Affiliate. affiliate. Okay. A-F-F-I-L. Affiliate. Okay. Examples of those are clickbank.com, clicksure.com, clickbetter.com. I know there's a lot of clicks in there. But uh, then there's, there's a jillion of these that are out there that, um, well, what they do is they somebody has a product. They'll take it to these people and ask, they, ask that they market it to their clients. Their clients are you or somebody who are marketers who have registered with them. And I don't care what the product is. I have seen some of the most diverse products that you can imagine. And if I feel like I can sell it, whether I build a website directly for it, you know, uh, pimple cream, uh, hemorrhoid cream, um, uh, dating Russian women, uh, whatever I think I want to sell. There's a product out there that I can promote, and if every person that that follows my link and buys, I get paid for it. Now, I don't handle the money. I don't do nothing except promote it, and then 
you can log in to whoever that affiliate that you've got this product from. You log into their website, and they have a, a whole back end where you can see how many people you've sent, how many people have bought, how many people have returned the product, how much money you're entitled to get in the next pay period. Certainly there's thresholds. I mean, if you earn $1.20, they're not going to cut you a check. Usually like it's like a $75 barrier that you have to cross or something. And then they mail you the money. And I've made lots of money that way selling um, – I used to sell nutraceuticals on a website that I had that was um, – I still have it, in fact, and they're still there selling. Um, it's called um, lifeextender.net. And they go there and they can buy different products that I don't care if it's to lose weight, build muscle, um, uh, increase breast size, all these different products that are medically approved. They're out there. They've passed all the rigors. And then you can buy them. Or the latest weight loss product that Dr. Oz might be promoting. You don't have to go to Dr. Oz to buy it. You can buy it at my website. Right, so see, you're I'm, saying that this is, you mean even the, even even celebrities are in on the affiliate marketing? Oh, yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, celebrities, what they'll do is they sell their name to somebody else that will handle it for them. They're not, I'm not saying Dr. Oz sits down and figures out a website. But... Um, but they'll have somebody in their administration or somebody that's related to their administration in the sense of representing them that has rights to be able to use their name to promote products. And um, these different products have different agreements at different times. An example will be if you go to some of these, they'll say you cannot advertise this on social media, but you can send it on email, for example or you can do direct referrals, or you can do um, uh, as there's a term for it, I can't even remember it, where they can click on the link, the responsive link that's on your website. Now, these are, they all have different criteria, and you just have to make sure you obey it. Or they'll say, we're not allowing anybody from Europe to be able to buy this product for whatever reason. Maybe they're not approved, or they don't want to ship to Europe. So, you know, you can focus on different markets. There's all kinds of things. I mean, it's you get into it and you can learn so much. Now, I've just sat here and I've told you, what, four different ways to do marketing and make money on the web, and I still have another four I could tell you. Um, you know, one of them is like my website, ChainsawChicken.com. Oh, you beat me to it. I wanted to mention that. Come on, oh, you okay. beat me to it. Well, I'm going to tell you. ChainsawChicken.com, it's a strange story. I bought that domain probably nine years ago. And it's a funny thing, the way it happened. I was having, my wife and I were having dinner with a client. Because I also do web developing for people. That's what I usually. That's how I started in the industry. I don't ha hire anything done. I do it myself. And I was working with a client, and she took us to her favorite um, Chinese restaurant. And the people that were taking our order were very. They didn't speak English very well at all, and so they. This woman said she'd like to have cashew chicken. And 
when the waitress wrote it down, she said it wrong, and it sounded like she said chainsaw chicken. And I turned to my wife. I said, that would be a wonderful name for a domain. And I w- immediately I went home after that, and I bought that domain. And it was open, of course. I got chainsawchicken.com. Little did I know that there's this, at that time, there's this kid that was cutting down telephone poles and dropping them across freeways, and he was calling himself the Chainsaw Chicken and uh, all these kinds of things. So I kind of let the domain set because I didn't want to associate myself with that prankster. Right. And so I let it sit until they caught him and sentenced him and did everything. And then a little while later, I then started doing something with Chainsaw Chicken. And now what I do is I use my photographic skills to – let me stop this phone. Sure. Um, We're in prom too tonight. It's okay. (laughs) It's impromptu. Yes. Um, I I use my photographic skills and and photo manipulation skills in Photoshop. I've been using Photoshop since it first came out. And so – uh, I've been using Photoshop, and I take this character mask of a chicken, and I blend his picture into different historic photographs. And then I surround the story, the photographs, with stories that ring partially true, slightly true, and then I always give them a left-handed bend, just a little bit of something. And it's used for entertainment, just Somebody comes in, takes a look at it, gets a laugh, and leaves. And what I've done is I've built an audience with Chainsaw Chicken. I literally get thousands of views a day. And now I've started placing affiliate ads on the side of the website. So while they're in there enjoying Chainsaw Chicken, which has got 60 or 70 different entries in it now of different chainsaw chicken things to look at and wonder what they're trying to say and then it hits you, you know. And then over there are on the side are different opportunities. Believe it or not, it works. You know, that's referred to as an indirect sale. And uh, so that's yet another marketing ploy that I use and then I try to change those up. That's what we're all about on this show is finding uh, those things that really are genuine. It's yeah. going to help something move. different to, yeah, to crack the nut to make money. Exactly. Um, and There's they all lots none of money of them work well. In my case, none of them work well. They all work good. But when you put enough goods together, it's not bad. And so I mean, I have yet another thing that we're just about to launch. Um, in fact, is this an exclusive? Part, yeah, I haven't told anybody else. Awesome. Uh, uh, on the on right after Halloween has nothing to do with Halloween, but at the end of this month, we're launching. Um, we have a book that we've written, my wife and I, and um, we'll be putting it on Amazon, as well as having its own website and putting it in the affiliate networks so that other people can sell the book. Uh, 
what it is is about, um, believe it or not, you know, the United States has the highest per capita prison system in the world. More people in the United States per capita are in prison than anywhere else in the world, including China or anywhere else. So it's hard to find somebody who either isn't in prison, doesn't have a family member in prison, doesn't have somebody that's going to prison. And so we wrote a book, did a lot of research, interviewed a lot of um, ex-felons. We wrote a book on what it's like to go to prison and what they can expect. Because we've all had, you know, we see the fantasy movies. We all have horror stories in our minds. But nobody really bothers to tell you what it's really like to go to prison. I mean, what you can expect. And so we have right now, it's around a 175-page book with photos and lots of illustrations and such that we're going to be offering through both Amazon Books and through um, uh, probably through ClickBank. And um, we're... We'll sell it, and people will then, if somebody wants to sell it on their website, just for whatever reason, they'll make a piece of the action. Of course, you're going to have to keep us updated even as we go in further. And with that being said, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to uh-huh. I want to take the second I'm sorry? I was going to say, it, we, we published the end of this month. Now, the only thing we have to wait on is we're subject These are what I call dependencies. I'm subject to how long it takes ClickBank to approve our product. I'm subject to how long it takes Amazon to approve my product. And so it'll be done at the end of this month. It may only take two days for Amazon, and it might take two weeks for ClickBank. But sometime in November, these books will be available for sale or a book, I should say. What we also do is you learn also in marketing when you're marketing with ebooks, and this is ultimately what this is, is an ebook. Um, you also give other things away with it. In my case, I'm giving away a prison cookbook, and I know that sounds terrible, but it's, it's actually quite handy for somebody who goes to prison. The prison food's just not very good. And so they're learning how to mix this and that and, because they'll get commissary food that they can, you know, like an order like Fritos or whatever they want to pay for, and how to mix these different things together in their cell to make decent food and uh, tricks on how to make a tortilla. And, you know, I wouldn't eat it from what the way they say about how to do it. But nonetheless, well, these guys. Well, hey, do listen. D- don't don't uh, ask me how I know this. But <laughs> don't ask me. No, I've never been in prison, by the way. I, let me put that out there, but don't ask me how I know. Um, it's called a break. Is, is that what they were telling you, a break? How to make yeah. breaks? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, they have different I, I, names in different areas. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, we have also a lot of gang information. Just i got to tell you, that gives me the heebie-jeebies when I see all this gang stuff. Um, but... And uh, but we have a lot of information about gangs and and you know not either either how to get into them or how to avoid them. You know we try to stay neutral. And you know 
all the different stuff. But I mean, that's just another thing. I mean, I've also got another book up there. I had a, I had a great great uncle who wrote an autobiography when he came from New York and he came down the Erie Canal to go way out west to live, which was Ohio. And so he wrote a journal, and I published that journal, and it uh, it's received. I've sold so many copies of it, and you know it's his handwriting, but I mean I. I mean, he wrote it. I I didn't do anything to it except add illustrations, and it's sold. It's literally sold all over the world. It's not a bestseller or something, but I've made quite a few bucks out of that one. So um, again, you got to look for opportunities to strike, and then do it and keep it in there. Keep it reared up while you're finding something else. You always got to be going to something new. Well, Rex, you're in my Club 1225 on my Facebook. Right. And real real quick, I want to plug that. Listen, tonight's an impromptu session, uh, but I, I still feel it's important to get this out there. Go to Lucky Day, Lucky Day Facebook, Facebook slash Lucky Day, Sign up with me and let me put you in the club. And then, of course, you're going to be promoting this, right? You're going to let me know when it comes out? Absolutely. And they'll see the ads. Another form of advertising we haven't talked about is group advertising on Facebook. And And I do an awful lot of that. Can you give me some of the websites or some of the sites that that we can find you at? That we can keep an eye out for you? Well... ChainsawChicken.com, ExtraNetTraining.com, let's see, um, LifeExtender.net. The book will be released on InmatePlanet.com. I own about 250 domains. I'm just trying to figure out what would be good ones for you. Um, Let's see. Of course, we have. Uh, I have several on Facebook. Um, I even have. I try to get in the middle of some controversial subjects on Facebook, so I can draw in people to be using as uh, email sources. So I have Hillary for prison at uh, on Facebook. I have uh, Stingray. So that's. Facebook.com slash Stingray. Uh, that's a, an illegal method of gathering information that the police tend to use. Um, I also have uh, the Strong Cities Network on Facebook. That's a new UN agenda that we just signed on to. That's an interesting thing to look at, not to make money at it. That one is more of just make people aware. I have uh, Survival at you know facebook.com forward slash survival and I have so many I lucky I, I could spend a, the whole hour just talking to you about the domains I own. <laughs> Rex, you know, I didn't really want to come and talk about this, but it kinda is out there. Now I'm a former well I'm not a former conspiracy theorist. I don't like using that word because I, I still kind of 
dabble into that, you know, and I kind of watch what's going on in the scenes. Because let's face it, I mean, the conspiracy theorists are right. Whether, you know, I spent 12 yeah, years in there. You know, it's not like I got tin foil wrapped around my head. Um, I just have my eyes open and I start looking at things and I see you can't deny certain things. Now, I'm not saying they're vampires, but, you know, have you, you, you've heard the old adage that a vampire can never enter your home without you inviting them. You know, that's right. folklore. Well, these guys who are far above presidents, mostly bankers and such, they feel that they can talk about these things so openly that they don't have to worry about anybody paying attention. Or any repercussions at all. Or any repercussions whatsoever. And it's just like those Saudi princes that uh, were uh, in in California that recently that, that tried to... Uh, they kidnapped a girl, and they tried to rape her, and um, they got arrested you know, for felony kidnapping and felony sexual assault. And before it was all said and done, they got stuck with misdemeanor charges, and, uh, you know, and it was all just brushed away because they're foreign dignitaries. And it's like, talk about a parallel justice system. Well, um, well, let's not forget about celebrities, how they get slapped in their hands, too. Oh, well, that's I mean, absolutely true. You know, and we see that every day. And the common man and the common man looks around and says, wait a minute, if, if that was me, I'd be in life in prison and I'd, I'd be, like, fried, you know? Yep. Why, why, why does it work that way? Because people don't understand the intricates of the system. They don't know what they're yep. dealing with. The more money you have... It's the easier time you're going to have when it comes to... I'm going to give you... If you all of a sudden took your life savings, say you got $200,000, and you've been saving it all your life, and you say, I'm, I just don't believe in the banks here. I'm going to put it in a bank in the Grand Caymans. They would be on you like ducks on a June bug. Oh, absolutely. And, but if that was $2 billion... You would be. It would be absolutely nothing would happen. When you're so big and you control so much influence, those laws don't apply. And we see it every day. You know, if somebody pays attention, everything from the uh, uh, Benghazi hearings that are going on with Hillary Clinton. You know, when she is up there screaming, at this point, what difference does it make? Well, it makes a lot of difference about a lot of things. And There's human life at stake. Of course it means something. Somebody right. needs to be held accountable. That's right. And and you can know this. If it was you that did it, or me, they'd already be heating the oil to boil me in. Well, and so, sit on the sidewalk and see what happens to you. Oh, you know, absolutely. In front of a police officer. That's right. You know, uh... Yeah, it, it's it's pretty bad, and I mean we could get into a lot of this stuff that we don't even have to get into Illuminati or Club of Rome or uh, or Council on Foreign Relations or any of those types of things. 
to be talking about things that are not right. An example is, you know, our borders are wide open. The borders around the world are wide open right now. There's no vetting process for these people coming in, yet they scream. Many of these Muslim people that come under the guise of wanting protection are now screaming they want Sharia law in these different countries and they want to be treated under Sharia law as opposed to common law or the law of the land. And uh, they want to be, you know, Sweden, which is a very desirable place to live in the sense of the country's great, um, is now the number one rape country in the world. And a lot of people don't want to listen to that. But it's these people that have been coming, overwhelming the country, and they think a woman should be covered up, and if she's not covered up, then she's asking for anything that want that they want to do to her. And that may be generalizing, but what other words do you want to use? And we'll go along with it for them to think that they have the right to be able to rape. And and then once, you know, in, under Sharia law, once a woman has been raped, even in their own countries, she's she's killed because she's been deflowered. She's been... She's been, um, she's no longer clean. And even though their country may have done it, they will kill that woman under Sharia law. That doesn't make sense. And we just have to keep reminding ourselves, ha-ha, that, you know, Muslims are the the religion of peace and love. Hey, Lucky. Yeah. Uh, I just said, hey, Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're, getting, we're getting away from... Uh, from, right, from we are. And, and but, you know, I just what what happened there was I just happened to look up to see if there was any guests in the, in in our uh, in our uh, chat room, and there are there's uh, five people in here. There's me, you, guest five, guest three, guest four, and I want to know if maybe they want to ask you any questions. Is that okay? Oh, it's okay with me if it's okay with them. If if anybody has a question, I'm gonna. Um, I am like kind of still new to this thing here, and you know what? I am going to unmute all. I think that's the way it's working. Hello, Rex. Hello, Lewis. Have been here listening. How are things going? Oh, and it's been going great. Guest five. Thanks for coming. Uh, it's. It started off kind of rough, and and Rex kind of came in and whoosh, took it away as it was supposed to be. Um, do you have any questions for Rex? Oh, David, David E or David D? Oh, David. Oh, David E. Gotcha. Gotcha. You are unmuted. You oh, everybody's unmuted. Uh, that would be Dave. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. Pardon me. Let me. I'm so sorry. This is so disorganized at this moment. I had a hard time getting this chat room up. I mean, it's just been like, you know, the first day of it, it'll smooth everything out. Allow chat. 
Can you say something there, Dave? Allow participation. Next thing, Q. Wow, this thing doesn't come with very good instructions, folks. Um, well, there's some quick tips. Uh, pardon me. I tell you what, if you want to, if you have any questions, you can just type it out. Um, yeah, I, I didn't hear you, bud. I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. Unmute all. You there? No, it didn't say. Did I lose you, Rex? No, I'm right here. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, Dave, let let me let me give Dave E a quick plug here. Um, Dave Dave E is from Social Pro Revolution, and he he's a coach, and he coaches people how to. Uh, also make money online and you can check them out at socialprorevolution.com. Did I know I Dave very well. Oh, you do. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been working together for a while. Awesome. I I knew uh, see I he was the other guest that I was having on him and uh another coach uh Pamela Rath, and of course, David D. Yep, I know them all. Awesome, awesome. And I and I I took their uh, their hour for uh, consultation, and, and <laughs> when I talked to them, they were cooking salmon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, well, he said fish, and of course, the first thing that comes to a poor man's mind was bandy camps. <laughs> and I said, "Don't forget the tartar sauce." <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. I just don't understand why we're not. Excuse me. Why we're not? Can you hear me? Yeah. User is the host. Well, yeah. I think it's because they're on... Mm, I'm not liking TalkShoe. This is why I want to upgrade. I want to get a different kind of podcasting going so that, you know, we can we can make it into a show that that's got all the, the bells and whistles, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Much easier. This is a little complicated. I mean, you can't even add phone status or by chat status. No, still ain't gonna let me talk. No information. Hmm. All right, Dave. I tell you, if you want to jump in and you don't mind typing, buddy, I'll relay it. <laughs> we are we are working on a new site that we will all be together on. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's right. We're talking about merging my teachings and his his teachings. Wow. What 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 are how ironic is this? Now now I didn't know that you knew them and they knew you. And here oh. it is. Yeah. 
I mean, I know that you, you, you guys are like, maybe have a few friends that are the same and, and whatnot, but this is totally ironic. And I think it's going to be a powerhouse. Well, Dave knows more people than I know. I mean, he knows more people in the industry than I know of anybody in the world when it comes to these uh, heavy hitters, when it comes to, you know, uh, marketing and merchandising. I've never seen anybody that knows more people than he does on a one-to-one basis, not know of. I'm talking about knows people. And he really really has a, a system set up to be able to uh, help these people who come in who want to learn how to get, you know, mostly Facebook and Twitter and things like that, how to get people to read your stuff. I mean, he, you know, that first lesson that's free is literally, it's worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But, I um, oh, you, you, you actually had it, right? Well, it, we we conversed and uh you know they gave me a lot of a lot of uh tips and you know I explained to them what I was doing and and where I wanted to go and and stuff like that and they were giving me some little tips uh I might know of a possibility very small world social media um I'm relaying what he's writing here. Well, I think he knows a lot more than a small world of social media. Yeah, I, I was catching some of his YouTube videos. Yep. And I'll tell you, uh, his one of his job coaches there, uh, Pamela Rath, her story... Um, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to get them on here. We're, we're going to get them on as guests. Yeah, Pam's a great girl. Her her story is just phenomenal in what Dave, how Dave had taken her and and helped her. Yes. Very small world, us knowing each other. Yes, yes. It's a tiny world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. You and you and I, you you turned me on to something, and I was I, I want to mention this just very very briefly, and that's the deep web. I know oh, that's not really ooh, a topic. the deep web. <laughs> Let me tell you something that scared the crap out of me. I'm well, forty four years old. I'm forty four. You know, it, it's not like some kind of spooky, scary thing, but the deep web definitely exists. And I was looking just yesterday at new numbers. And right now, my latest information tells me that the deep web, or called the dark web, is 500 times bigger than the regular internet that you and I all use. 500 times. And so... I mean, that's just, you can't even wrap your head around that. And so knowing that, uh, it's not difficult to get into. It's almost like you feel like you're walking through a bad guy's house, though, when you're you're in there and you never know what closet he might come out of or, 
if you're stepping on something that's being monitored by the government or something like that and you become on the list, all I know is that, you know, it takes special browsers, as we discussed, mm-hmm. to be able to use it. And, uh, uh, you know, that's uh, it's like layers of an onion. And like like we said, uh, all the domain names, instead of ending with a .com, they end with .onion. And if you're using you know, Firefox or anything like that, that you put .onion in, and it's not going to do anything. Right. Hold, hold on a second, Rex, because I just got a, a message from Dave. It says, social media is very big. Over 200 social, excuse me, uh, social media sites. Yep, and there's more every day. Everybody's trying to knock Facebook out of the saddle. Those are some pretty big shoes they're trying to fill there. Yeah, well, Facebook is becoming, you know, less and less desirable to a lot of people for a variety of reasons. Should we tell at least one of the reasons why Facebook is becoming less and less desirable? Like how it works with the NSA or... Yeah, the like censorship. The, you know, not only the censorship, but the re- the reporting. Uh, the, the, uh, a lot of it is the, um, uh, the blocking of certain materials or opinions that, are, that are, people want to express. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it seems for the craziest reasons. But that's when, when people try to take Facebook and use it for um, political reasons or news information reasons or something other than just light social information, um, that's when it starts to go to work. So, um, you know, some people don't see that as an issue. Like, well, heck, I don't get on there and talk about politics. I get on there and talk about the movie I just saw or whether or not I'm going over to my girlfriend's house or, you know, something, some fight I saw in school or something like that. So they don't care. But if other people are trying to use it as a social soapbox, a lot of times it gets, um, it gets a little dicey. Zuckerman has gone over and he's actually teaching or absorbing the method of the Chinese government of, of he taught them a lot of things and they showed him a few things about censorship on the web and control. He spent a lot of time over there with the Chinese internet government. Um, I'm, I'm going to shift gears here real quick, Rex. Um, I'm going to go to Dave here. Do it. Dave, you're uh you're you're a coach uh for social pro revolution you know can you tell me like one of the things that you know uh you find that your one of your uh students i'm gonna say students for lack of a better word what do you find that the like their their main problem is when they first come to you do you think it's motivation uh you know, just plain, you know what I'm trying to say? Because when people come to you and you're filling them out, 
and then they turn around. Branding mostly lack of lack of understanding. Yeah, yeah. What's the first thing you tell your student? Once you once you've taken them underneath your wing and and you're ready to show no clue to what works. For some reason. This uh, chat room won't let him talk. I want to know why. No clue to what works. Can he phone in? Yeah, I gave him a number to call in. I gave him... Here, let's uh, do this. I got an idea. Maybe that's what it is. He's just listening, and he's not calling in. not be able to call in and, and still trying to keep tabs on what's going on. Impromptu, it's all good. I'm having fun tonight. Are you having fun, Rex? As much fun as I can let myself have. Any more, and I'd have to leave the room. Well, the reason why I'm having fun is because I'm learning a lot. Uh, I'm excited about this new book that you have coming out. And and I think that when we get this all posted up and we get it configured with uh, – to make it into a, like a, an actual show, um, I think that, you know, it's a golden opportunity for some new people to jump on. Sure. Are you calling me? Uh, oh. Hello? Yeah. Good. Here, we're going to... Hello? Yeah. Sure, sure. But I got to be honest with you. At the moment, I'm on an interview with a radio station. Can you hear me now? Uh, hello, Dave. Hello. Yep. Dave. <laughs> hey. Give me. You want me to call you back when it's through? Awesome. There it is. It went let you through. Yeah, I, I just called you on my cell phone. Awesome. Okay. Welcome. I I usually don't hear very well on a phone. That's why I never use it. But since we can't get on any other way, well, your, your chatting, your chat came over great. Um, 
I, to be honest, tonight just didn't go to as well as I had planned it. I, I was having a hard time. Well, that usually happens the first time around. <laughs> What's that? That's that what usually happens the first time okay. around. Right. <laughs> well, you know, as I was telling Rex, you know, I, I, I had a cable access show for three years. I was in front of the camera. And, you know, I'm out of shape in practice here. Sorry if that phone so, call came through. That's all right. That's it's an impromptu tonight. It's <laughs> no, it was a guy that's uh, trying to get included in my prison book. Uh, one of the services he offers. Awesome. You know, um, discount telephone, discount telephone services for inmates. I see. So, see what I what you do when you do these books is normally you have the main book and then you offer bonus books. Like I said, I was going to be doing a recipe book as a bonus book, and one of the other things I was going to offer was this bonus book on getting cheaper uh, telephone systems charges for inmates. Frankly, because the you know the prison system. You have to buy time through their carriers, and it's always at astronomical rates. And you know, it's it's extortion any way you look at it. It, it is, yes. I I I have a I had a family inmate or a family member who had uh, had some unpaid fines, and he was calling home collect every day. And by the time it was all said and done, he had been in there for like thirty days, and the Telephone bill was like four hundred dollars. Yep, just so outrageous. You have a way to beat that, and it's been working. And so uh, I said I would include it in the book, and so we're just getting together on the the finer details. So, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You have an exclusive right there, and you you all heard. coming out with the book. That was awesome. You got you got a couple exclusives tonight. This is just wonderful. Dave, is there something you want to add to all of this? You want to jump in here? Well, I think we probably pretty well covered it on the the, the chat. I mean, if, if there's something you would like me to bring up or if you had any questions about what we do or whatever, then I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, David, how are you? Doing good. Oh, good. You still have your beard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's getting and really long right now. You have, you have a child on your lap? Well, she's standing here next to me wanting to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we use Skype an awful lot, you know, between David and Dave and myself and all the other people that you've mentioned we usually are using Skype to communicate. So yeah, it's, it's a good medium. It's a wonderful tool to be able to be using. Yep. Maybe Skype's the way I should go on my next interview there, right, fellas? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it would work really well, but it's limited to ten people. So yeah, um, I was thinking that I've got a couple of ideas that 
there's a lot more numbers. In fact, the one that I've got, you can go up to 25,000 people on it, but only the people that are put together with the presenter can actually talk. You know, they can share back and forth. Uh, the others can only type in. It, it's basically, uh, uh, it's like the Google Hangout. It, it works really well, but, you know, only a few people can be on. You could have six or eight people, whatever, you know, as presenters that could, like a, a board or a chair or whatever, you know. Like a round table. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, which would work really well, but, you know, you couldn't get uh, voice questions from the others if you just typed in. I, I, I'm willing to go that route because um, I, I don't have nothing against talk show. Don't get me wrong. I mean, maybe it's just I'm out of touch and out of loop, but, you know, that was, that was pretty, uh... <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, I had to download uh, this chat room. I didn't even know I had to do that. Yeah. And so here it is. I had all my questions laid out for everybody that was, uh, you know, who I invited to come on tonight. And then when when Rex was uh, started with Rex and, and then you and and then uh, Dave, and it just got all jumbled, and then I just lost everything. It's like, where did everything go, you know? <laughs> yeah, it happens. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm sitting at work, and, and I, ha- I work on a, a, um, a press uh, punch, and I'm bending all these little copper pieces, you know, and I'm sitting there, okay, so if I, if I ask him this question... You know, and I'll just go around, and I'll, and I'll just ask these guys this question, that question, this question. And I mean, I'm serious. I mean, you know, a couple of funny things popped in my head, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, then I had to look around and make sure, well, I don't want people to think I'm crazy. I'm just trying to lay this out in my head, you know what I mean? So, and then, then boom, gone. But you know what? You know, I really appreciate you guys coming and, and uh, taking the time out of your day to, to do this, uh, and I'm sure that when I when I when it's this is not the finished product. This is the just the beginning. I want to add some the intro music and then go through and, and and pull it all together and then present it to people because this is what people need to hear. These they need to understand that they don't need that nine-to-five slaving job. There's money out there to be made and that there's people out there like you guys that will help them do that. Um, You know, I don't even really know what time it is because this thing doesn't even tell me the time. I had it scheduled for an hour. Um... Well, you're an hour and a half, or an hour and twenty-four minutes right now. You're over an hour now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll wrap it up because I know you guys are uh, busy and it's getting late. Um, Rex, is there anything you want to add before we close out? Oh, you're missing a bet if you don't get to talk to Dave and David. You know, get them on a get them on a show and let them do their one-two punch with you and. And and also their co- other cohorts. I mean, they they can really 
they have it's like it's like watching comedy theater when you when you come in and listen to their chat rooms so i mean you really pick up a lot i definitely will i I, i'd love to have them on i I would love to have all you guys on at the same time you you come back rex and and join and we all get together and and then we let the real explosives happen I kind of set it up to where it was going to be an explosive show tonight. It kind of fizzled, but, I mean, I'm going to work with it the best that I can and, and, and put put you guys out there because I believe in what you guys are doing and I like what you guys are doing. So, with that being said, Dave, is there anything you want to say, closing shot? Well, for, for all the marketers out there that just haven't quite made it over the hump, that are struggling or not making any money at all, they can get all the help they need. They just got to look for us. And we're everywhere. I'm branded in over 40 social media sites, days and over 80 of them. You can Google my name on, on uh, uh, Google search, and you can find me real easy, and, and Dave, too. Awesome. Well, again, I'd like to thank you, gentlemen, for coming. And I'm not seeing who guests three and four are. Thank you for coming. I, I'm. Is that Dave and Pam? Uh, it might have been. I don't know. I, I Dave left, so I don't know. Ah. Uh, well. We'll, oh, I'll get with them, and, and we'll talk, and, and we'll set it up, and this time we'll do this a, a lot smoother and a lot better. Yeah, I, I can look into the that um, webinar program that I've got and see if you can get in on it. You know, I, I pay for it every month, and it's a really good program, and mine has got a, I think it's a limit of 25000 It might even be higher than that. Um, but I've got that all the space I need on it. And you can present visually also with it. Yeah, and send me a link to it. I, I would really like to check that out. Okay. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to close it out. My name is Lewis, Lewis Boyce. You are listening to Club 1225 on Talk Show Radio Live underneath the Lucky Day Network 1225. Uh, I'd like to thank my guest, David and Rex, uh, and my other three guests that didn't say anything, guests three and four. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. And uh, we'll see you on the next show. See you later, Lucky. Thank you. Talk to you later. Yep, bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.